Dramatica story analysis of Le Cercle Rouge, The Red Circle, recorded August 14, 2018, led by Chris Huntley. Good evening. Tonight we watch the French caper movie Le Cercle Rouge, um, The Red Circle. And uh, let's start off by identifying what the overall story is. The Anybody? Heist, uh, diamond Heist. I, I think so. Uh, jewelry Heist? Jewelry Heist. Um, I would say it could also be, in, in, right. I went back and forth, but I think that it's a, a criminal suspect escapes um, during trying right. to try to catch him. Yeah. Catch the fugitive. Yeah, the ending is going <laughs> uh, So, which one is tied to the? Which one brings the story to an end? Catch the catch the catch Right. So that's the main story. Yeah. Um, the other part is sort of the complication within this the larger story, but it's the yeah, the, it the fugitive. Long. <laughs> it was very 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 really long. Yes. Quite long. Okay. Who do we have as possible candidates for main character? The uh, cat. <laughs> <laughs> the cat. Corey. 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 Who is the re- prisoner being released? Right. And he's he's the one who is let out at the very beginning and goes and steals the money from the guy who stole his girlfriend. Yeah. We get him off. And that's the only. Bob. Right. Yeah. That's the only. <laughs> what? And that's the only main character moment we'd have for him in the movie. Is everybody okay with that? Okay. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I'm okay with that. All right. Um, influence characters. Any? Can you think of who it might be? Yeah. Um, I don't remember his name. Bojo, the, the, oh, yeah, the, the prisoner who, uh, uh, or the suspect, the criminal suspect who escaped. It's B-O-G-E-L. Yeah, it's shared a cigarette together. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. And the, uh, the hallucinating... Oh, the... Um, Jansen? Uh, the alcoholic... Yeah, Jansen. Jansen. Yeah. It's the only name I remember because it's not French. No, no, Mael. Yeah, Jansen, Mael. Mael? Yeah. When they said, it's not a Corsican name. I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> Um, any other possibilities, or is that pretty much? I'll throw in for the main character. I think there may be something with the inspector. Mm-hmm. Matty. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah he says I E U. No, just I E. I think. I E I. I think. Or E I. No, one of those two. Oh, is it Matty? Oh, E I. Press swap. Okay. All right then. For the relationship through lines, what what kind of relationships do we see? For Mate, who's the relationship for the for Mate? Maybe the the commissioner guy, but I don't know. I don't think the commissioner guy. We see him twice or three times. I don't think that's it. I think what they have is they have a couple of kind of like in a novel 
you'll explore a yeah. character's inner world or the personal stuff, but it's not really tied the to chapters. the main story. Right. Right. Which is one of the reasons why this is so long. Um, the other reason is that they don't really know how to edit. <laughs> um, I mean, you just think of how it's done now. You take that one scene, you know, the, the where they actually steal the stuff. It would be smash and grab, get out of there. Or they would just sort of Cut to it's all they've already done it, you know. Nick said there's a 90 minute version that has a story phone. I didn't say it had a story phone, I said there was a 90 minute version. You probably wouldn't even notice (laughs) except they brought it over from from France the first time it got released. They cut off. Oh, so this is an Americanized version of the French film. Okay, well, what we saw are these no, we saw the the French version, which was 140 minutes. There's an Americanized version that we didn't. Yeah, I saw the 140 minute one with the subtitles, right? Okay, so I think he may. I think I think that's what Jan- Jansen is also. I think Jansen, we see his own personal thing. There mm-hmm. may be something with Corey, but it does seem to be. Yeah. I don't oh, know. who's the guy? Are they buddies? Is like a. No, they've never met. Corey and Bo. I meant like during the. the film. No, it's, in the during the film, he he needs two two other people. There's, there's, as he said, there's oh, five I people. About oh, well, yeah, he's the one who, Vogel's the one who gets in the back of his car. Yeah, in the truck. Yeah, yeah I was okay. saying, uh, but, but Jansen, who's the drunk, who then gets clean and then gets dirty. Right. Um, he, uh, you know, he seems to be sort of, it, he definitely has some sort of a, Personal thread. Um, has wallpaper. Has wallpaper. Yes. No ceiling. <laughs> it's like, oh, that looks like a stage. Yeah. Um, yes. A set. All right. So, what is the relationship between Corey and Vogel and Corey and Jansen, or Corey and Vogel and Jansen, if it's the two of them? Is well, between Corey and Vogel, I kind of thought that it was like birds of a feather, or or. Birds of a Feather developing bromance. Okay. I mean, there certainly is the the Birds of a Feather, you know, um, the two jailbirds. Jailbirds, yeah. <laughs> There's an honor <laughs> among thieves thing between them. That's... Well, um, between, all, between the three of them. There's the, the three. Well, Jan- Jansen sort of two. He... Yeah. Um, Okay, so uh, jailbirds. Okay, that's those. And do we want to include Jansen in, in a relationship or not right now? I think probably best not. Although I think he may pop in as a temporal. You know, like he comes in occasionally when maybe into the relationship, whatever that is. Um. Okay, so. That said, main character resolve change of steadfast. So is Corey, the main character, a change of steadfast character, and why? Or the correlation, if Vogel is the influence character, is he change of steadfast, and why? Vogel is changed. Um, 
and I believe that he's changed because we start out, I mean, he doesn't seem to have any allegiances to anybody, um, and in fact comes out ready to shoot at Corey, and in the end, he knows he's going to die, and he knows it's a setup, and that's why he goes, and but he saves Corey, and so he sacrifices himself, um, and he doesn't tell Corey the truth of, of that he knew that, that that was the inspector in the room. Okay. Everybody okay with that? All right. So that means our main character is steadfast. How and and is everybody okay with? Yeah, Corey. I mean, he's he's he seems to just be. Yeah. Now I I agree with you, and I think yeah, the tell is the fact that he did not. Because you'd say, well, okay, he's just sort of looking out for him. Well, he's doing more. He's being proactive to go and protect him, and he goes in and stays in the room. In other words, because he's the one he's really after, at least. But I don't think the inspector. I don't think where he starts is contextualized as I'm only out for myself. We don't. We don't. We can't extrapolate it, but we don't know that. No, but he doesn't seem to be. He doesn't seem to be. It's not he game. seems to be looking out for his interest. That doesn't mean he's going to hurt everybody else. It's just like it's me first, and and you know, I'll let whatever else happen. He sacrifices himself at the end. I mean, he goes in knowing that this is a setup. No, that much, that much is evident. I just don't. The first part of that is not evident. It's not. Yeah, I mean, it's possible, but it's not. I would say in the beginning, his biggest issue is just running through trees. Just running away, yeah. I don't know. Well, he's running away, right, but... Making a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I got it, I got it. That was another one of those really long things. seems to have a really hard time running through trees. No, the first, you know, the, where it really comes into play is when he, he, they're out in the field, and Corey says, okay, you can come out now. Yeah. Yeah, and he comes, no, and he comes out with the gun, and he's like... He's defensive, and that's just sort of where his where his baseline is. And of course, the very next moment, he he comes and saves Corey. No, I know, but he's he already has said, oh, okay. They've already resolved that. We're kind of the same in this together. Not so much that you're a bad guy, and I I mean I'm a bad guy, you're a bad guy. But it's like you uh, you figured out who I was, you didn't rat on me, so that makes you an okay guy in my book. Right. And he even says, you know, I think you should go to Paris because they've got, you know, they've got these... Um, you have a better chance there. Yeah, a right. better chance. So he's obviously... Oh, and didn't he also show him his... Yes, his, his release papers. Release papers. Right, I'm a crook. Yeah, so it's like, you know, we, the, We're you and I are just alike. Yeah. Basically. Um, so, so should, hmm? for the you and I montage, you should use that the, the <laughs> zoom in of the two. <laughs> Not saying a word. Yeah, unfortunately, if you in context, it makes sense. Not a good example of it, though. Um, okay. So yeah. So then that would that I think that works for both. It's certainly more workable than the other way. Like, right, but just because it's not there one way doesn't mean it's there the other way. I mean, it, it could yeah, just guess, not even, we could not even, could be that we couldn't tell. I can't tell he changes. Because I don't see him starting out somewhere else than he wants up. This is all my luck. Vogel. Well, he doesn't seem to sacrifice himself. But so he doesn't, he's, he's sacrificed, at the end, he sacrifices himself. 
But I don't get the sense that he would not never sacrifice himself at the beginning. I don't know. I don't know. There's, there's nothing evident to me that he's not. In fact, he comes out of the trunk and, and kills the other guys. I mean, that's not sacrifice. Somebody is looking out for the other guy pretty early on. Well, I don't know. No, 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 no. If he was out for himself, he would get out and drive away. Right. 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 He, he, he goes from the car. If you're in the trunk, right, that, that guy's going to No, no, no you're, making, his you're point. making his point. If he was in it for himself, then he would leave. Right. I'm saying he starts out so pretty early on. Oh, but, but, but the thing is, I don't think that's where. I don't think that was really what they're trying to say. That's not the kind of character they're trying to show him to be. He's not a. And he, he didn't kill. The inspector. I mean, there are all sorts of things that they're setting up. You know, he's got the cord. Okay, what's it? Strangle. It's like no. It's like all these things that set up that he can do something really bad to the inspector, but he doesn't. He just escapes. So he doesn't seem to be. His first impulse doesn't seem to be just kill people. But he has no problem with it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if he would have killed the inspector, he might have actually. So think of it this way. Just imagine. Not, I don't think of this, but if in the beginning he's always running away, mm-hmm. now he's running toward. Now he's running towards. Like there is something. Uh, maybe it's not self-sacrificing, but there's something about him going to save him that seems like a change from. What and it's not just because it's convenient, like almost every other instance where he happens to be there. This requires him to go from being safe. Completely safe to actually, and you know, going there. No, give, giving himself up, effectively. He's like taking a risk, right? It's from not. Not even taking a risk. He's going. I mean, the way he comes in there, he's essentially, you caught me. Right. Okay, I can see that. You know, and and that's so he stops running. He he goes back and gets captured essentially. Although it kind of goes south from there. But, um. All right, so main character approach, we're talking about uh, Corey. Is he a doer or a beer? And how do we know? Can we tell? There, there were instances of both, but if you settle on the overall story catching the fugitive, then him needing money, um, he proactively goes to do things to get it. Um, and when he is suspecting that there is a gun in the safe, he actively uh, pushes uh, Rico away. But what are the things that are personal to him? Well, his the, girlfriend. Yes. What, he what does he do there? about that? Nothing. Well, he doesn't do nothing. He basically, he leaves her photographs there. He suspects that she's in the other room. He doesn't actually want to go in and, and find out that he's right. Mary walks up to yeah, the door. I think he's pretty sure that she's there. I know, yeah. but right. a doer would slam the door open and whatever, and it was. Well, I mean, that's my point. That's what I'm saying. Is he doesn't really do anything. Well, the, I think he. I think he's more of a beer, and certainly Vogel is and definitely he, a doer. He's looking to change himself. He's looking. Yeah, he's looking to get to rid himself of that. He gets rid of her photographs. He's changing himself. Right, and I mean, even in his approach, he's like, I'm just going to be here and exude right. whatever, right. you know. Right, yeah, smolder. And smolder, yeah, that's, a, that's exactly what you know how I feel about it. Calm, right? Under pressure. Yeah. 
So I think he, I think as a preference, he's kind of sort of a beer, but again, I think it's very weak. I don't know that it's really, I, I don't know that there's enough to make an argument about it, but my inclination is that there's a hint of that. Um, I'll just put a little dotted line under beer, but I don't be like right on the edge. <laughs> um, problem solving style, do we have enough to know? Yeah, linear. It's very linear. If I do this, then I do this. We have three people. I need to get one of these and then one of these. You know. And of course, if he had looked to the relationship of all these people, if he thought about, well, okay, the relationship between the guard and whoever, you know, it's like that's how he gets them done. Is that the relationships mess him up because. The, the guard's relationship to the mob boss is what gets the um, turns the the um, fence off, mm-hmm. which you know ultimately leads them to being ca- captured. Um, but yeah, I think that does definitely seem to be more linear. Um, story driver actions drive decisions, or decisions drive actions. Action. And give me some examples. Guy. Jumps from a moving train. Okay. Like, hey, perfectly fine. It's <laughs> <laughs> really impressive. Um, well, those are the yeah, they, sh- they shoot them dead at the end. Yeah, okay, and what about somewhere in the middle? Right, we got the beginning and the end. That's good. Deciding event, the closing event. There was a middle. There was a middle. Yeah, there's, a, there's about two hours in the middle there. <laughs> well, they shoot the lock. When, when he when he climbed when when, when he climbed when 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 Vogel climbs into the car, um, that gets the two of them together. Or when he climbs out, or or which we call it, tells him to come out. One of those two uh, in that frame. Uh, that's an action that turns it because now there's a relationship between the two. Um, or is it more when he kills the two people? I feel like it's every, yeah. It's like every time the gun goes off, that might be one. Stealing, stealing the money from Rico was an action that turned. Uh, yes. Things. Yeah. That 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 does. I think another one is when the um, the guard uh, starts to mention about the job. Right. You know, he lets slip that there's something going on because mm-hmm. that changes everything that happens after that. You know, um... Yeah, I guess the fence not buying them. That might be the But that, yeah, I mean, you could say that the fence actually not buying it changes it. Um, but that's, again, that's precipitated by the, the, the leak, uh, the, the, what the uh, uh, guard says to the mob boss. Um, kill as you say with the you know killing the two guys. Um, when when uh, uh, either it's when Santi's son overdose or overdoses um, at the police headquarters. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yes, that's another. That's a really good one. Yeah. That's sort of a midpoint ish, isn't it? Is that uh, two thirds? Two thirds. Two thirds. Yeah. Okay. So, does appear to be an action-y kind of story. All right. Um, Defense not. Well, not time lock or option lock? 
Definitely not a time log. Yeah, right. What is? Here's where I think they kind of go wrong. Oh. Well, I think it's supposed to be an option log, except the options start. The lock disappears. You basically say, okay, we got these steps, and then the last step, the fence, doesn't happen. Oh. All right. But also, but if you look at the bigger picture, which is about the, um, ca I mean, the catching the fugitive, that actually becomes one of those really important steps. So I think if you look at the fugitive one, it definitely seems to be more of an option lock mm -hmm. because they have to get, um, what's his name, to turn. Santi. Santi, right. Santi has to turn. And then they need to set up the fake buy and and then capture them at the end or kill them. So but but the getting them to the fake buy, that's the climax. Um, so I think if you look at it in terms of the fugitive, it's easy to see the option lock. If you look at the other, it doesn't really work because it's just sort of some busy it's it's part of what's going on and the mechanics on the internal of, inside of it, but it's not the, not what the story structure. That's what structure to start. So I think yeah, it definitely does seem to be an option lock. Remember, because they say first thing is okay, we got to we've got to circle, you know, the entire area. Well, that didn't work. They get past that, you know. So that's one option, and then we have to find, you know, he's going to be doing something. We got to find out and, and hear about it. So then they hear about it. Then we need to get it, you know, find out exactly the details, and then we need to get them to come to us and we can capture them. Um, outcome, success or failure? Success. Success, right. They, they capture, well, kill, but they capture the future. So it's, it, 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 for people who say success, then we would be rooting, no. we would be rooting for the cops. No, not necessarily, but it, it does appear that the cops are the ones who are pursued. The right. pursued character is is uh, Marte. Okay. Yes. He, he definitely seems to be the one that's um, pursuing. Uh, and the ones that are avoiding more than anything is um, Vogel. Right. Uh, and the others are kind of coming along for it. For the ride, I mean, it worked, but it's, those are the two sort of protagonists, antagonists, if you wanted to say, um, which is why the two of those had to collide at that last scene in order for the story to be over. Um, so it's a success story, and that's what I think is what's interesting about it is because this is one where we're kind of rooting for the bad guys because they're given a lot more interest and that may be one of the reasons why it was so unusual or so popular or so highly regarded because it was not your typical you know it wasn't turning the bad guys into heroes but we still empathized with them because the main character was was well well, and, and because they, I, I think that well, the subjective characters, the, the writer purposely made the cops not so likable. 
other than Mete. I mean, you have Mete's super, super boss say, all men are guilty, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, right. Uh, Mete, uh, using, yeah. Mete using questionable conduct. Um, right. Okay, which gives us the last part, story judgment, good or bad. 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 Yeah. And that's that's where the, your comment just now, it speaks to that. Because you know Mate, who's not the protagonist, not the main character, but you know he feels unsettled by that. And even says something to that effect. Yeah. Um, so uh, so that's pretty good. Hmm. We've made a lot more progress than I was expecting. I think only because it's a very light story spread over a very long period of time. <laughs> right. Um, okay, so domain-wise, uh, where do we see our domains? Uh, you know, situation, activity, fixed attitude, psychology. Has to be overall story activity. I would go with that. Catching the fugitive. Okay, so is the problem what that there's a fugitive about doing something that's bad, or is that the fugitive is a fugitive and needs to be caught? Oh, not this again. Yeah, it's like 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 the fugitive. In the fugitive, it's. It's this. It's a situation because That's you've the got the balance is that a someone who should not be free is out free, okay. and once they're and now this brought back in, yeah. that's the end of the yeah. thing. Well, the and they're, they're bound to right? It's just like a, well, there was a whole thing about like the internal affair. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't think it ever went anywhere. But they thought that Mete was somehow dirty potentially because he let him go. Oh, I think that was thematics. I think that was thematics. Yeah. Right, all men lose their innocence. Yeah, yeah, I think that's part of the thematics. Okay. Um, just so, yeah, so it seems like... But, I mean, so... Because it seems more like the main character and the... Or the... The... Um, Vogel seems much more of an activity character. Right. 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 I mean, I think he's... The, you know, almost all of the action in this movie is done by Vogel. Yeah. Everything else is like a slow motion picture, um, and it's more set piece, set piece to you know, a static. And does that so does that sound right? It puts it puts our main character in psychology, so he's the more cerebral, you know, psychology character. And then you've got the clash of attitudes, or the I wouldn't even say it's necessarily. They both sort of have this. Way of seeing the world that's out of line, out of step, and um, I have to define that a little better. But it seems a little more consistent. Now, I also think the other part of it is: Did you read the inscription at the beginning? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fate and destiny. I mean, you have your yeah, your fate and destiny stuff is in that whole thing and the circle that basically just says that they're going to be brought together Uh, thematically I was like oh okay I I see where this is going okay Um, but yeah and then they're all being drawn into this circle and it's 
it, it sort of predefines. You can draw a circle around it in situation. Well, no, no, no. For a fugitive story in activity, your example was, is there a fugitive doing things that are? Well, no, it would be, it would have to be that the, the fugitive is out causing trouble. You know, like Bonnie and Clyde. Right. They're out killing people and robbing banks. And that's an activity kind of a story. Okay. As opposed to, oh, we've got this fugitive who's out and about, and who's free, who needs to be captured. Right. Uh, so it's the state of thing, it's the status that's wrong, not that he's doing anything to create more conflict. Got it. Very clear. Mm-hmm. Okay, clear. Okay, okay, great. So, um, so let's go over to the uh, screen and we'll want to answer the rest from there. Um, so we have steadfast beer, and it also it does support the the beer position too, which is nice that it does. It doesn't have to. Also makes him a little bit of the fish out of water. You know, he he doesn't seem to be the most comfortable person going and having to sort of like sit in that club and to pretend. pretend like, yeah, it, it just, he just does seem to be a little bit out of his depth. And clearly, he is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me save that. And this is... Yeah, definitely beer. I mean, when he, unlo- when he unlocks a trunk and he just has this, he sits and has a cigarette. Yeah, no, that that's kind of, yeah, that's how he deals with things. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'll smoke through this. I'm sure you do. He is. He looks like Burt Reynolds, like a French Burt Reynolds. <laughs> Except Burt Reynolds doesn't have blue eyes. Um, hmm? It was a mustache. Oh, that's it. Mustache. Well, if your mustache. Okay, let's see. I'm going to do something. I'm going to change a value here and make it so that the text is a lot bigger. So there we go. So this will be a little easier on the pie. I'll make it a little wider. Okay, so now what we're trying to do is we want to find out which are the um, which of the concerns seem to be closest to where the, the goal is or the, the east through line's concern. Um, so it's our normal grouping. It's either the past, understanding memories, and developing a plan, or how things are changing, doing impulsive responses, playing a role, or present, gathering information, contemplation, conceiving an idea, or future obtaining innermost desires, changing them by nature. Any of those? Now remember, it's very possible that we won't be able to see what the story is, you know, story form is. Um, if any of those just as is sound really clear, or do you want me to bring up the thematics underneath? Oh, let me just open it up a little bit so you can get the the thematics. Yeah, how things are changing. 
Can we rule out any of them? Um, so this is only, oh, I, okay, yeah. So, I mean, I was talking about, de- you know, it was talking about fate and destiny, but I don't think it's about the past. This no. can be pretty much. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it's probably not about the future. And the only the only bit about the future would be if we're going to catch them, but that's really not the the point. The point isn't about where this will go if we don't catch them or anything like that. It's just they're not really seem to be. We don't even know what's going to happen in this. Every that so we there's no sense of of that, um, which leaves how you know for the overall story how things are changing or the present. One focusing on. Things are getting better or things are getting worse. The other one looking at things are sort of troublesome right now. Seems more of a right now. You don't get a sense of <clears throat> hmm? progressing one way or another. It seems like a constant catch the sky or sort of putting out the fires as they happen. I had a little whistle on my my S. And you know, the present would would then put the main character in conceiving an idea. Um, The influence character in gathering information or learning, and the relationship in contemplation. And. That doesn't sound very strong to me. I mean, the, the how things are changing seems to be the one that's the closest, if I was going to shoehorn this into a story form. Again, I, I use the term shoehorn because I'm not sure that it's there's enough there there. But if you look at, um, for instance, the thread with, um, with uh, Sardi, or is it? Sardi. Santi. You know, everything's just great with him. Then he's being hassled by the police that he's being brought in. Then his son is ODs because they're putting too much pressure on him. And he actually turns into a stool pigeon. So things are, for him are getting progressively worse. Um, whereas you also see for Jansen, things are getting better. You know, for him, there's a definite improvement. He starts off, he's got, you know, the hallucinations from drinking too much, and by the end, he's sober, he's got his mojo back, um, you know, his skill set back, and he's choosing to be back in the game. And for Rico, it would be that he starts out, uh, so he loses, he loses some money. To Corey, and then it he and then and then he loses his uh, one of his right arm henchmen, but then he gets even at the end. So there's a progress where you start seeing after the dip, where he progressively gets better because he finds out the information from the guard. He clues in the cops, um, and then he sort of drops out. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't know. Is he the one who clues in the cops? Yeah, that's where the letter comes from. Ah, oh, right, right, the letter, right. <laughs> Yes, I forgot. 
Um, right, the ones that basically tell them where, how to find them. Uh, okay, and then that would be the overall story. But now, with doing, I think you see, um, I mean, uh, Vogel is definitely a doing a concern. You know, he's like, in the relationship, he seems to be much more doing. I think it's a lot stronger in impulsive responses because he seems to be far more... Yeah, don't they have a thing between the two of them? Whereas one's more impulsive than the other? Yeah, I think Vogel's a lot more impulsive. Yeah, impulsive. But that gets better and better till they're, by the end, they're, they're both really um, sort of in sync. Um, and then playing a role, I think, you know, having, for him, having to sort of go out and collect these people, then, okay, you have to go out and you need to meet this guy and you've got to, you know, pretend like you're a cool here. One last job, sort of thing. Yeah, but, he's, but he has to constantly sort of put himself out there in what seems to be maybe a role that he's not used to playing. You know, like, starts off with him being the cuckold, and, you know, he doesn't, doesn't like that. And, mm-hmm. um, and he's not a very tough, tough guy. I mean, he does beat up those guys. He doesn't, <laughs> he, he doesn't, even, he doesn't even kill the one guy that, the, in the pool the, in the pool hall. No, you know, no. they accidentally kill their own guy. But then he gets, he's basically caught, and then uh, Vogel <laughs> takes care of those other guys. Um, so, I think that's kind of where it is. Okay. No? Yeah. I mean, you know, light, very lightweight, but yeah. could it be made stronger? Absolutely. Could it be something else? Probably, but I don't... Is it because the concerns are so light? Is why it's kind of, like, hard to... Yeah, because there's not a lot of plot. plot. Yeah. I mean, it's a situation and there's not a lot of plot. <laughs> wow, what could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of character, you know? So they do spend a lot of time developing character, which again I think is one of the reasons why people like it because it's not it's a caper, but the caper is kind of sort of incidental, but also a little bit on the how-to-ish part of it, especially that whole the actual stealing scene, mm-hmm. you know, because it made it very sort of plausible. Um, all right, and. If we go down into our concern, and let me just zoom in here a bit, for the overall story. So we've got fact, fantasy, security, threat. Um, This might be where we start to run into some problem. (laughs) Uh, Particularly getting down to the element level. I'm not sure that maybe we can, but... You know, I could see each of these different stories, but I'm not seeing it in the movie. Can we look at, what's his name, Corey? Sure. Yeah. I think we can. Let's see. So, knowledge, thought, ability, desire. Um... These are just not the ones that I would go with. You do see a little bit of the 
proven, unproven result and process, especially in the, but this is not the, the main character. You don't I was going to say, like, maybe it'd be um, cooler because the only thing that we did identify was him running away and then at the end, uh, Vogel I'm talking about. Oh, so running that's... Away in the beginning and then at the end he's somehow pursuing, not that it's the avoidance of pursuit, but that there's that direction change. So can we... Look you Vogel, well, look at Vogel. There's something there that's like remotely that sounds yeah. like somewhat like that. Sure. Is this anything? Enlightenment. Maybe he goes from ending, or goes from unending running away to ending. Ending. Okay, that sounds good. That's all I got. That quad looks to be the. Well, the best one for him. Well, I'm sure that's the author's intent with the whole Buddha at the beginning. It's the what? Oh, the enlightenment? Yeah, yeah it's a little circle. But it might not line up perfectly. Cause right. It might, it might not. Well, I mean, that if that's the case, then... Well, what if we just shoot the breeze? Let's just say this is the... Well, the question is then: Is it going to be the main character, the influence character issue, or the influence character unique ability? I well, if we do, it's like so. No, overt. <laughs> Can't do that. All right. Do do his other idea where it was uh, unending is the problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll be down to a single story form, so. Let's just go back to. So what we end up with? Okay, so we have for the overall story the issue of fantasy. Um, huh? We can skip that. <laughs> Um, oh, that's actually okay. Uh, the problem of ending the symptom of trust and the response of test. Well, like a, 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 a commissioner guy, do you vouch for him? Yeah, all right, let me see what you can do. Yeah, give me his file. <laughs> But I bet if we looked at the just for unending, there's probably one there that feels better than the word unending. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, well, what do we have for our main character? So we have manipulation or That's good. psychology, manipulation, playing a role, issue of desire. Right? Because nobody loves him. Oh, okay. All right. And determination is you're going to do this one last time when we determine who the guy the symptom of trust, of course, that would be the broken trust that he had with uh, his girlfriend, his old boss. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure how we see test. Well, and, and trust also uh, at with the fence. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah, again, broken trusts. If you yeah. think of it as trust as broken trust, that works really well for him. 
but it does. But and we also have that in the overall story. Okay. Um, and we have a unique ability of desire as well. So it would end up in success. But it, what's his what's his critical flaw? Worth. Uh, is this personal worth, or is this uh, what's it worth to? Oh, it's a success story. Right. So the critical flaw is not. Um, what? Yeah, he's not the protagonist. Right. He's not. Right. I'm so used to the main character being the protagonist, and he's not. But what he does do. His desire to get the money, to sell the jewels, that. Right. Is what. What. Leads to the. I don't know why that brings Vogel back, but it does. Well. Huh? What is that I don't know why that brings Vogel to the height, but it brings Vogel to the heights too. Somehow he figured it out. Oh, uh, right. Well, he he goes, but he also. But um, the success is catching Vogel. Right. Um, hmm. So maybe it's Vogel's desire to protect. It's Vogel's or uh, subliminal desire for Corey. <laughs> because well, there they didn't <laughs> Because he gave him the rose lapel, which that signifies feminine yeah. flowering. <laughs> I, I read some feminine flowering. Yeah, I read some <laughs> reviews of what everything really meant. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. That there was a romantic kind of a thing, or a bromantic yeah. thing. There was a subtext of that. I a bromantic thing. Okay. Yeah, well, that would sure make desire fit in a hell of a lot. Um, which would, and that would be, it being desired, is what allows, by by Vogel, by the by the fugitive, is what allows the story to end in success, which is what brings. Vogel to the to the place, the chateau or wherever it is at the end. Okay. It's, I mean if you it's a huge stretch. It's it's a way to it's it's an it's a really um, I don't know if it's a stretch, but it requires a very specific interpretation. <laughs> but you were said you re- read that that that's actually already somebody else's interpretation. There's tons of essays about how great this film is. So right. my <laughs> guess would be I would go with since probably written by people who speak French <laughs> <laughs> and also understand and culturally also, what's like, going on. Like it was like I can't be a lot of the film. Um, and if I can't be, I mean it was still interesting. So does <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Well, it is. It, it, I mean, it was. It was very nicely yeah, done. All yeah. Oh, okay. And that might be part of the problem. While we're not thematically, we're not being able to pick up a lot of the subtext because thematically, we just don't uh, know how to interpret it. Well, if it's Buddhist, then desire would be. Huh? If it's Buddhist, then desire would be weakness. Probably. Would be weakness. Yeah. Right. It's actually weakness. You want no desire. So, so uh, is anyone familiar with the pool game that they were playing? <laughs> what? Okay, I've never seen a, it, it, oh. a pool game like that. And when um, you look at it, I think it was symbolic. No, it, it's... Um, 
What's the one? It's it's not pool. It's the one. It's it's the. It's a it's a billiard table though. Yeah, it's a form of billiards. Because you notice there were no hole, no pockets. Right. That's and it's the the idea is you have you have to you can only tap the ball by bouncing it off the other ball. So you can't ever hit the red ball directly. You have to hit it by by okay. using the second ball. Yeah, snooker. Yeah, that's what it is, snooker. So so there's some logic you had around the desire that I missed when you guys were talking about the um, okay, well, there was, all right, so if you look at, again, he's not the main character, he's not the protagonist, the right. protagonist being uh, the uh, detective. Yeah. So there's a quality of um, Corey that he, if he, if he is being desired by the fugitive yeah. in sort of a romantic way, right. then him being put in peril is what draws the fugitive to the, um, the, the, the drop point or whatever, the deal point, which allows the story to end in success because that's where the protagonist is to, to capture the, the fugitive. I mean, it's not that much of a stretch, but it does require a very specific interpretation of desire, and I, I didn't personally pick up on it, but I can easily see that when what you were saying. Plus, that makes both of them more of a change of character. He was pacing around with that flower the whole time thinking about his friend, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's what they're that's in the that's essay. That's what they're that's what they're referring to. That's how. I oh, you mean uh, Vogel was? Yeah, I mean, he's pacing around with the flower, like you know, oh, my friend's gonna die on this thing. You know, oh, oh, okay. I think I'm. Him. I think I might have been um, yeah, spacing a little <laughs> bit at that point. <laughs> I, I spaced at that same point. I don't remember that. I, 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 I don't remember it except I remember the visual. I mean, you're, you're talking about that. I remember the visual. Then, of it. Wasn't it given to him by a female? Yes. Was the only few females in the entire film. Yeah. And it's like her choice to actually give it to him. So it's like. Yeah, yes. Yeah, she's on his phone. Right, right. Which there were far more stage dancers than there were any men in this movie. Yeah, but they're all phrases, right? Yeah, and that's like a marker of like, you know, I'm your stripper. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one who was standing by the doorway all the time, going into the yeah, back. Yeah, for a minute, I thought she was marking him like. Right. That's what well, I thought that's what it was. Because like, yeah. that was about the time that when. Mate comes in. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't Okay. Um, I have to do more research. But that, but but you wanted to know why? That's what I was talking about. Um, conceiving an idea. I my guess in this is there was a very clear cut idea of what the what the. Um, all right. This is for the main character. Very clear cut idea about sort of how. His life. How, how who he is and then it gets more and more complicated as this it sort of falls apart you know he's like I come out I'm, I'm I can't get a job no one's gonna give me a job I've got this and my girl's sleeping with my old boss and all this stuff and then it slowly he becomes part of this other thing this family of criminals and it seems to be a lot more assured of sort of who he is um that's kind of what it seemed like, 
because uh, he sure didn't have the idea that that was where he was going. So I think that's why it's much more personal um, and not about the, the heist so much. Uh, with the influence character, we have the domain of activity. Again, we we're talking about him doing stuff. Issue of experience. Um, this guy has a lot of experience. He's been around. He knows everybody in Paris. He knows all the fences. He knows everybody. Uh, certainly, by comparison to um, Corey, who doesn't, who has was in for something. We, did we know what he was in for? No. He did five years for something. Didn't say anything. Um, you know, so he didn't squeal. Um, and. Uh, Okay. So then we don't know about Vogel. Well, that's how well, he's different from a criminal suspect. Huh? That's how he's different, too, is he sacrificed by doing that, right? Like, it's a, it was a sacrifice for him to, to stay in there and not say anything. Yeah. So then... Um, well, and, of course, you know, Vogel, Vogel is innocent until proven guilty. Although, from all of... For everything, it looks like he was guilty of sin. You know. um, the problem of an ending being uh, he's, well, out free. Um, and of course that sort of resolves itself when he basically, if that, that freedom comes to an end. Um, the symptom of result and the response of process. So he thinks, he sees the results of being negative, so he responds by changing the process, maybe? Well, um, the judicial result doesn't look good. The whole judicial, uh, he's anticipating results. Of sure, but this is going to be more in, in regard to his ability to have influence on Corey. So not not the this isn't a question about the the um, fugitive. This is this is more about him, you know. I can see him sort of looking at things as being just they always keep going. It's not like there's going to be an end that there's going to be one job and then there's going to be another job and another job and that's what that's what drives him and that's what keeps keeps him moving but also he keeps on getting into trouble because he gets isn't the process just he's just doing his job like just doing it right right he gets caught or whatever but then he just like okay yeah but if but I just want to I need to keep on doing it like yeah. what's his name like smacks a guy across the face and runs away and he's like oh no these guys are going to come after us later so yeah I'll, I'll get rid of the gun off and I'll shoot this one and then I'll make it look like the other one shot him it's just like, whoa. <laughs> it's like, that's how you're really supposed to do it. Right, right. Um, his unique ability is experience. Again, that's what you're talking about and how it, that influences Corey. That's good. Critical flaw of fantasy. Um, oh, is that what he's saying? Is that they're going to get away with it? Yeah. I mean, because they don't... It well, in the fantasy of, you yeah. on that same level, busting through the train window, you know, I'm going to get away with this. <laughs> it's 
dropping that ball and not uh, breaking it through. But how does that affect Corey? How does that undermine his experience? I'd say that that experience shows how he get how he's able to escape. That's an that's an experience thing, but that's before we even see Corey. But that's definitely because that's where really more of the. Well, there is the fantasy about Santee as a good guy, stand-up guy. They both 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 uh, 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 this in the, in the, uh, Bogle and Jansen say in the car, well, let's go talk to Santee about finding another fence. Um, and Corey says, well, you know, Santee's kind of connected to the wrong people. Or, or you know, he, he, he could be, he's connected with the cops, maybe. And, and then they say, no, no, he's a stand-up guy. Um, and, and in fact, he was connected with the cops. And, and Corey said, well, it's okay, it's two to one vote, we'll go to Santee. That doesn't seem like fantasy to me. I mean, that sounds that that doesn't just doesn't read fantasy. That that might be we might be able to see it that way, but I don't think that it reads that way. Okay. I don't think it's a, it, that seems to me more like experience talking. The you know I've got the experience with Santi and um, but it could be that it's slightly undermined because of, yeah that, I mean that might be I don't know. And learning for Vogel, gathering information as a benchmark, an influence character benchmark. That one doesn't. That the rings. The more you learn about his whereabouts, the more he's going to do. I could certainly come up with something to add to it. No, no, no. <laughs> there are lots of holes here that we could fill in, the, and that would be completely consistent with what is there. No, could, I know. That's, we, that's the that's the part we don't want to do. Could we use Jansen for some of the missing points in the influence character? It could be. I'm sure. I mean, the, the question is, can you? Oh, I like the ending well, part. Does he get rid of the beast or something? What did he say? Gets rid of what? Yeah. yeah, he, he, he said, said thank you for the government. He said, I'm not going to take Oh, oh, right, 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 right. I was able to... Yeah, yeah. yeah beat the was, beast. Right? Yeah, he was talking about his drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool, that's what I thought. But I thought he was pointing to the corner. So he was pointing to the... To the door. To the, no, he was pointing to the pile of bottles that were no longer showing, but were there when we first saw him. Oh, okay. and the closet door. Oh, and the closet door where all the uh, imagined uh, bugaboos came crawling out when he was in his DT. Well, that's what Corey had no idea what he was talking about. Right. He's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. What the? That could be fantasy, right? Well, uh, yeah, fantasy. It could be, although. Well, and Jansen it, also helps with getting the gathering the information. He does the casing of the. Oh yeah. Uh, he also tried yeah, but that, but how does that affect the main character? Challenge the main character's steadfastness in this case. Well, so the benchmark is what should challenge. Is one of the things. Well, that no, but it, it gives us an indication of how the the influence character is developing in his influence. Okay. <laughs> um, well, there's certainly a miss. Jansen is a huge misdirection. Misinterpretation. He's not. He's not helping them. He's, he's ratting them. He's turning them in. Jansen? Jansen? No, he's not. No, he didn't rat them. No, 
He didn't turn them in. He stayed honest all the way through. Why do you think he came into the, came at the end and then got killed? Wait a minute, I thought he got killed by a mistake. No, no, he was going to shoot the, the police. Yeah. And they shot him. <laughs> I, I thought that too, but that's just because that would have been cool. Right? Oh, no, he wasn't going to shoot them. No, I think he was just shooting. I just thought he... I think that's actually how... I think that's how... Um, how uh, Vogel got there. Is I think Jansen drove him. Yeah. Well, I mean, it would explain why they're both there. That was Rico. Which one's Rico? The mobster. Yeah, the mobster is the one who's responsible the mobster, for. The mobster comes out of the door at the first fence, and he said, and, and the first fence says, "Oh, I'm worried that Corey's going to remember this." And the mobster says, "No, he's not going to have time to remember it." And the next scene is they receive the, the letter that says, "Yeah, I know who you're looking for, and tomorrow's letter is going to reveal the name." Doesn't somebody get to Jansen, and they, am I thinking that I confuse him with another character? You're confusing with another character. Maybe. Because there was because there was a character the, the character the real fence who does come and, and speak with Corey. I mean it was really funny because he came in and, and he's the one that was introduced by Santee. Um and then it was No, sort of, I think he was introduced by uh but that's the one that 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 Bozeman. Oh right, right, right. But I thought he knew him through Santee. Okay. No, yeah. And and then and then uh, Corey went to that guy's mansion. There are all sorts of security and dogs, and gets let in, and then they kind of sort of agree on what's going to no, happen. No, that's the first one. That's the first one. Right, right, right. right. No, I was talking about the the second oh, one. Oh, the second one. Yeah. That's that, that was that's all Matt G. Right. That was. All Matt Right. He was that was he was the one who set that up. Right. Right. Um, after the police found out who it was, uh, you know. Right. They, yeah. Okay. So in the relationship through line, we've got um, fixed attitude, which again we haven't really identified except their what? What? No. Say it. Huh? Feelings for each other? Mm-hmm. Um, not in a completely... No, not in a sexual way. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, There's like sexual overtones, but definitely... Well, they kind of the shared mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, that they kind of... I just didn't get the zooming in with the cigarette, what that actually signified. <laughs> <laughs> there were two moments there. I wasn't around in 1970, so I don't know what was going on, but... Well, probably still the same thing as after sex. (laughs) 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 The 70s were the more homosexual than the 1970s, so I don't know if that was the intention. I don't know, I don't know, but yeah. I got the sense that there was something, but who knows. (laughs) If not, then there's, you know, the... um, Appreciation of each other, or something to that extent. I think I think it was just they are two of a kind. There's a, there are a lot of like kind of a thing, you know. They're two, two guys. <laughs> Very guyish. Yes. Yeah. I don't know that I I think because there was a, a lot in those essays about 
representation of male in that time period. And I think that's the issue for the overall story, the fantasy part, where there's this like image, this male macho image sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And then I think the commissioner or whoever that was that was saying, um, you know, everybody's internal it's a, it's it's not real yeah it's, it's not it's real a, everybody's evil or right or uh, everybody's guilty guilty you know even you sort of thing so I, f- I feel like that was the fantasy part of it right right I don't know if that well I think that's into the relationship at all in some way well balances they, it they have it, it has worth in the relationship um to me Huh? The issue is worth. The issue is worth. In the, oh, in the relationship between um, oh, okay. Vogel and Corey. I didn't see an awful lot of conflict between them. Relation. It just seemed to be more like this is sort of what. The whole story is missing conflict. Right? I mean, like, show, show Chris a problem. That's Mate. No, Mate's the founder. Mate's the police officer, right? Isn't that Santee? No, no. No, that's Santee. That's Santee, right. That's the, that's the no, owner. No, 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 no. That's the guard. That's the guard. Oh, the guard, right. Okay, this is the right. guy I thought was Jansen. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, that's the guard who sets, right. set it up and then goes, Oops, sorry, did I start I thought... to tell you that uh, I set something up? Maybe I shouldn't have. Yeah, that's what I thought Jansen turned up. Okay. No, no, no. It was the it was the guard sort of let slip that you know we said well maybe I should. Oh, what? What were you gonna say? Oh, um, and then he didn't have to explain it because then we find out how they screw him. Um, double cross him. Yeah, I mean, I think to me that's probably where the weak weakest part of the story is is that they just really don't have a. In, at least, I'm not able to interpret the relationship. I'm sure, probably reading interpretations of it, you could probably find out what a lot of, a lot of those things symbolize. In which case, you could then probably, you know, encode it or see how it fits into the story form. But their instincts seem to be at odds, right? Whereas, yeah, just that one part before where. Vogel's super impulsive and Corey's kind of... Right, right. No, impulsiveness, that, that's not a problem. But getting down below that gets a little hazy. Mm-hmm. Not muddy, because I don't think there's... It just seems to be very, you know, hazy. I can't really see particular instances of of the relationship. Because it does start, start off, you know, it says the problem of hunch. You know, to me, that seems to be more the motivation. You know, it seems more like a steadfast relationship, not a change, in that it's, they start off on pretty good direction, and it just sort of builds from there. You know, like saying, um, Corey kind of has a hunch about who's in the truck, uh, trunk, and he already knows that, well, you know, he and I are probably very much in the same boat, so to speak, and it's, it's true. You know, so the acting on that seems to be a very consistent way of motivating them as a as a team. 
as, rather than saying as a couple, but as a team. <laughs> yeah. Well, because they, they are definitely more of a team than a couple. Um, yeah. At least in, as far well, as I yeah, can tell. And then, and, then, and then after the shooting, and they finally get to Paris, Corey has a hunch that, that, that Vogel would be useful in, in the heist, and now they have to do the heist because all the money was left with the bullet hole in it, with the blood all over it, right. in the woods. Um, and then Vogel says, well, oh, yeah. I'm not the right man, but I know the right man. So that's where, that's, that's the driver. Yeah. Shooting the money and it getting bloodied. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to pass off all those sprains with bullet holes. <laughs> bullet, <laughs> holes. bullet holes and blood. <laughs> That's why you have money laundered. <laughs> yeah, but they don't have mending. They don't have money mending now. <laughs> Darn those bills. Um, do, do we know if Bogle um, was also like devalued in some way? As part of its, like, what, what was he in order? Like, yeah, I was just trying to. They, 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 they said never he was a terrorist. Oh, really? But then Matei says, no, like, he doesn't believe. Yeah, yeah, right. I think he was probably involved in some event, but he was just probably doing it as a hire or whatever. Well, I think Matei thinks he's innocent. I, okay, so I, the way I read that was or the way that I heard that was, it was convenient for Matei to say, well, not all of the suspects are guilty, uh, since I lost this one. Um, <laughs> and, and ultimately, he comes around to convincing himself that, yes, this guy is guilty. Uh, well, he's certainly guilty of something. Right. Well, well, no, he's, right, he's... Now. Well, he, does, does, he doesn't even know that Vogel's part of this. No. That's the thing is, I think he's just doing his job, and it just turns out, oh, hey, how convenient. I'm able to wrap up mm-hmm. both both of the bugaboos. Mm-hmm. Um, and not really get much credit for either one of them, because his boss is there, and it's like, oh, yeah, you. Yeah, I told you. Yep. I told you. Yeah, so he's not so innocent. Right. Ergo the bad. Ending. Um, so it has a goal of how things are changing. That's well. That's for the, the captain or for Mate. Mate. Right. He's, the, he's the one that things are getting worse. worse right. But I mean, it's the overall story. Yeah, it just seems that the that the the line between the good guys and the bad guys is blurring more and more. Yeah. Okay. And it's not getting better. That the goal would be to try to make the it's weird. They achieve the goal, which is sort of separate the bad guys from the good guys, but there's that it's the cost. Yeah. Oh, so, but they have to get themselves, they have to get dirty doing it. Right. You know, they have to, right. the, his guy gets killed and right. they have to kill all these. Yeah, play dirty with the club owner. Right. 
Um, yeah, that, that works. In this well. case, as far as dividends, um, dividends and, and in general, dividends to whom? Everybody. Well, to any anyone really. So, in okay. other words, someone's going to get their perks. So, as um, long as we see somebody getting some perks, it, it's not required that everybody get perks. It's not required that that even the protagonist gets the perks. It's just perks are in this area. Right. In fact, you. Can, I mean, in a in a way, one of the one of the perks are he's able by playing the role of the fans. Matei is actually able to solve both crimes. Right. That's that's a dividend. I mean, that was a big plus. There was he certainly wasn't necessary to catch the fugitive. Um, but that that would be a, absolutely considered, you know, a a dividend. Um, anything else? Right. Well, I think you know. I I fear for getting too much more in depth because I just don't <laughs> think that the. I don't know that the material is there, or certainly my ability to interpret the French sensibility from the 1960s. Mm-hmm. 1970. Yeah. 70. Oh, 1970. Right. Yeah. 1970. Um, 70s. Um, so, what? I just, I, I just remembered a conversation about the date last night. Oh, right. Yeah, it was, was, and I remember you say it, said it immediately. I had searched on IMDb and it was like, oh, there it is. It was in the, it was in the name. Oh, okay. Um, great. One thing I would add, um, I kind of said it already, but just like visually, there were a lot of symbols and stuff, but especially just like because the color red is in the title. Like, it's a very green and yellow and dark movie with, um, and then there were little pops of red, like, little bits here and there. Um, Uh, Can you remember any particular places? Well, the pool table, definitely. Right. Um, There was a sign. There's just, like, one little thing and just about... Oh, the sign of Rose. Huh? Rose. Right. There was, like, a little alarm thing in another scene. Uh, some the bullet, you know, like. So they really kept the palette. It was just yeah. like it was neutral, like, except for right dropping that in. Which you're like, oh, red circle, you know, it was a little too obvious for me, but. Well, and, and yeah. I think that the circle set up also with the roadblocks. There's there's a map on there for you, so you can see a point here, 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 here. Um, yeah. The, the circle that's going to draw our two characters together. Yeah. Or the five. Yeah, the five. Mm-hmm. Great. This podcast was brought to you by Wright Brothers, creators of software for writers since 1982. Visit us at www.screenplay.com and www.dramatica.com.